All right. Welcome to Hungover Sundays. I'm Stack. That's Jay. Jay, how we feeling? <laughs> so, so we uh, we have been gone for a while. I got no Jay here. This is Stack Solo Pod. Um, multiple reasons. One, we were in Jamaica all last week, and uh, we're way too hungover to do a pod. It was we really didn't really have much of a window between um, rum punches there, uh, so we didn't pot. And then now. Um, Jay is in Colorado, and I realized after he left that he has his key to his apartment with all the microphones. So I didn't really want to, like, invite people to gather around a laptop. I don't know that this is going to sound great. So we'll do a quick solo one, just because I know it's been a couple weeks, and the squad likes their pods. So we're here, and we're now. It's just stack. I'm staring at a wall. I was thinking about this earlier because there's people it's like I feel like a radio host and it's like what do they look at you know you're just sitting in a booth looking at nothing like I'm literally looking at a wall uh I guess they have notes like I have notes that I'm gonna get to you know I don't know how long it'll be but it's like I don't know like I would want to like maybe just like something like to distract me like a cat like something swinging in my vision or something I don't know that's something maybe any radio fans out there that know let me know. So it's just me. Uh, I did crack a, this is just back of the fridge. I got a truly here, uh, raspberry lime truly. Um, yeah, pretty solid. Anyways, uh, we'll get to a cleanup. Like I, like I said, no cleanup cause we were in Jamaica. I figure when Jay's back maybe next week, but next week's Thanksgiving. So we'll have to figure that out. Um, we'll have some kind of full Jamaica update with Jay and possibly some of our other Jamaican friends. Uh, that was a great time. Like I said, all inclusive, just a jam of a time. Just all the drinks, rum punch, Jamaican people, really friendly, a lot of Yamans, a lot of one love. That's the one I'm trying to bring back, like Bob Marley, one love. Um, but we'll talk more Jamaica another time. I just wanted to c- cover some things that will probably be way too old by the time we get back to them. Um, start off, da-na-na. sports report. Um, Chiefs, Chiefs have uh, kept winning. I think we talked about the Packers game maybe last pod. Um, we didn't cover you so last week in Jamaica, just a blowout of the Raiders. Raiders are so bad. Derek Carr is so bad. Um, that was awesome. That's the best the Chiefs have looked all year, really. Um, so high hopes. Uh, maybe we've righted the ship, and it's a big one this week. Uh, Jay will have his eyes on it as well. It's against the Cowboys. Um, so that's a very big game. Uh, it'll be here in Kansas City, so I'm very excited. This is obviously a much better team than the Raiders, so we will see how it goes. Um, our other team, the Cats, continue to roll. You know they haven't; they're hitting those. They were hitting the low point of their schedule, right? They played all the good teams up front. Now they've been taking care of business against bad teams, but today, huge game. Baylor, by far their hardest game left, other than maybe the Bull. Baylor, who. I felt like had been playing really well, but the cats are favored today. I mean, it's in Manhattan, but I was very surprised to see that. Um, so I don't know if that's a good or a bad sign. Uh, cats getting some respect. I don't know. I kind of liked when we were the, the scrappy underdogs. I like we, that seems to be our usual role basically as long as I've been a cats fan. Um, but you know, we'll see how it goes. I feel like in at home, a lot of confidence for the Cats. We'll see how it goes. And we, speaking of college sports, we do have to mention the Hawks. 
their 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 win. I think it was last week. Yeah, against Texas uh, in what overtime? Um, their first road win since '08 since Todd Reising was throwing passes. It's unbelievable. It was 13 years since they won a Big 12 road game, and they did it in very uh, emphatic fashion um, in overtime against Texas, who's just like. Good luck in the SEC, Texas. Like, I don't understand. I really don't. Like, they should be so much better. You know, back to, like, the Vince Young days. It doesn't really make any sense that they're bad. They're so big. They basically own the state. Um, that it, it boggles the mind. But congrats to the Hawks. That's a that's a nice win for them. Um, and I, I especially like that fullback, that walk-on fullback. And I don't have his name, but uh, who caught the game-winning two-point conversion? Who's now like making money? You know, he's like doing local advertising and stuff. I think that's really cool, and that's the kind of stuff that I'm more interested in than like, oh, you know, uh, Arch Manning, like the great next Manning coming up, is getting like millions of dollars. It's like, eh, who cares, right? Of course he is. He's he was going to make that anyways. I like this kid. You know, who this, you know, it's like a one shining moment, but you actually get compensated for it. Like, I think that's great. Think about like some of those big buzzer beaters that like, you know, then that guy goes into obscurity and you never hear of him again. And now it's like, oh, well, at least you got some some change in your pocket since you'll never go pro. It's like, I just think it's a great thing. I think it just made sense the whole time. Um, last sports thing, um, which was had to have been a long time coming. The Staples Center is changing its name which I couldn't tell you the last time I saw Staples. So I don't even know how they had the sponsorship still. But I just think it's funny that it's like, what a what a jarring change to go from Staples, which is basically obsolete to, it'll be the crypto.com arena. And it's like, what a like sign of the times. It's like, oh, crypto is now sponsoring the Lakers stadium. Like it's, wow. Well, I mean, like you've, if you thought crypto wasn't a thing, I think it's a thing. I don't know. I have some. Uh, we should get Brett on. Brett knows a lot more about it uh, than I do, but it's uh, it's a wild scene out there. But you know, with with things going kind of wonky in the economy with COVID and policies and what have you, it's like crypto might be safer. Who knows? But uh, I, like I said, I don't know anything about it. I just think it's funny that they're clearly doing well enough to <laughs> sponsor the Staples Center, literally the Lakers, the probably most prominent franchise in the NBA, and now it's Crypto.com Arena. Anyways, um, that's sports. A couple other, like, you know, topics I wanted to touch on. Um, Taylor, she had their new song. And I realized, like, when this one came out, because everybody starts talking about Jake Gyllenhaal. And I was like, what does that have to do with anything? Apparently, this is well known that, like, she wrote some of these songs about, like, her breakup with him. And it's like, I don't, I don't know if I was living under a rock or it's just like you have to be deep into Taylor. And now it's more common for, like, people to care more but like i had no idea uh all i really know is i listened to that song it's 10 minutes and i was like but i was like this is kind of a jam and i was kind of like feeling the emotions of taylor and i was like god damn it taylor you you did it and no i just felt like i missed the boat when she was first doing it which i guess is good because now she's making money if i'm going to catch one of the trains it should probably be this one for her sake but um i don't i don't really think she's hurting for money anyways but uh it's like it's a jam um i just think it's funny too that it's like everybody it's like oh this is a breakup song and everybody in the world knows exactly who it's about (laughs) 
<laughs> like, like you're very famous taylor like we know who you dated uh <laughs> so we know who this is about um i saw it because it was like you left your sweater at your sister's house and that's like oh that's maggie gyllenhaal she's also very famous like it's <laughs> I just think that's very funny how it's like we know way too much about her. It's like you can't just be like an anonymous Taylor X. Like, and it's like, nope, we we know. And she wrote a 10 minute song about you. Uh, I think that's very funny. Uh, I can't imagine like being like somebody and you break up and it's like, oh, by the way, your ex wrote a 10 minute song that everybody in the world has heard about you and how you treated them bad. And it's like... Yeah, that's uh, that can't be fun for Jake. I'm sure he's doing fine as well. You know, I don't really feel too bad for for famous people in these kind of situations. It's like you're you're famous. I think you can deal with some some uh, notoriety. Um, and last thing I had because I think it just came out um, this Arby's fry vodka. Uh, they're making vodka that tastes like French fries, and I, I honestly would have bought a bottle probably. Just because I was curious, but one, they were $60 a bottle. That can't be, that can't be worth it. Um, and two, they sold out immediately. <laughs> so, so some people thought it was worth it and they're all gone. So I don't know that I'll ever try it, but it does sound very uh, intriguing, I will say. Um, so who knows? But uh, I would like to try it. Like, and this, I feel like is floodgates, right? You know, like Arby's fries. I don't think about Arby's fries as much as I think about like McDonald's fries. And it's like, is that next? You know, and I, I honestly don't know how you make vodka taste like fries. I guess, you know, it's maybe similar ingredients, but that's that's wild to me that they can do that. Um, I'll hopefully try it at some point. Maybe we'll try it on the pod. Who knows? But I don't have $60 to pay for it. Um. We'll cover another, we'll get on, I, I didn't have any million dollar ideas. Obviously, I'm not going to do a podium by myself. Um, million dollar ideas. I, the other day I had more of a million tree idea. Um, I was at the Home Depot buying some mouse traps. I, I came back from a week off and I think a mouse moved in. Um, so I had to buy some mouse traps. It snapped and it never, one of them snapped just to close the loop. One of them snapped, but I wouldn't checked it. Mouse was not in it. I haven't seen the mouse since. So I don't know that mice are smart enough to be like, oh, that's where the trap was. I'm not going back. But it seems to be what has happened because I haven't seen it in a few days. Um, and this is not that big of a place. That's what I noticed is like, I know when there's a mouse here because this is not that big of a place. Like I can see it. <laughs> um, it's probably why it's good. I don't have a roommate because it's not that big of a place. But uh, anyways, I was there. And after I'm checking out and it's like, do you want an email receipt or just print? And I've encountered this before. And I, the idea of an email receipt sounds great. It's like, oh, I don't need this piece of paper. It'll just be in my email if I ever need it for whatever reason. But the problem is once you say, yeah, email receipt, then you have to type in your email address on that screen. You have to be like, you know, type, type, type all the letters at Gmail, right? And it's a pain in the ass. So like every time I've like forgotten that that's what you have to do, it's like, oh, I'll just give me a paper one. I don't want to. I don't want to sit here typing for two minutes. Uh, and I don't know why. So this and so I just end up taking a paper receipt. I don't know why. Like my email address. I mean, it, it is essentially tied to my credit card. Why can't? Why isn't that just automatic? You know, like why can't my credit card just know my email address and like 
don't even offer me a receipt. It's like, oh, it's in your email. Like, I don't want it. It's better that it's there. I can't lose it. Like, I, it, I feel like we have the technology. We could do that tomorrow. I don't know that you're going to make a million dollars off of that idea, which is probably why nobody's done it. But you're saving rolls of receipts. Like, those are just gone, right? Because why do we need that? I mean, some people would still need it if you're not as technologically advanced as some other companies. But it's like, why why isn't that a thing at Home Depot, right? Or Walmart or think places like that. It's like, boom, receipts in your email. Like, you can get it anytime. It, it just seems too simple. And we have to have the technology. Like, you're, it's swiping and it's reading something off that card. Like, just put your email in there. I just, it seems too easy. So uh, all the big corporations listening, make sure you uh, do that. Um, Last thing is I'm just going to burn through some tweets. I feel like I'm going fast anyways because it's just me. Yeah, it's been 12 minutes. So I'm going to read some tweets. I don't really know how this is going to go because I don't have Jay here to laugh. But we're going to try some tweets. This one, Zach Bornstein. And he said, the best way to tell... If someone is your soulmate out of 8 billion people, as if they are the third person you date in your mid to late 20s. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah, you know, at some point you're just like, oh, well, you'll do. Um, this one, uh, no, it's no good. Some of these, some of these I just save because they're like short jokes and those are just for Jay. Um, Carter Hambly, uh, and it's me about to event invent yard gnomes babe the lawn looks great how can we get a little fucking freak in here (laughs) oh that's good stuff uh this i guess it's a receipt related one so this here we go lorazepam Ooh, her name's laura and it's lorazepam that's great uh cashier here's your receipt me thanks you too And everybody's done that. And it's like so awkward. And it's like now there is no receipt if we do my million tree idea. Um, Let's see this one. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Colby retweeted this one. This one's fantastic. Samantha Ruddy. uh, She said, I started losing my eyebrow hairs pretty rapidly this year. So I went to a dermatologist to get a diagnosis. When he said I have alopecia, I told him I was shocked. He said, you don't look surprised. I was like, I know, because I don't have eyebrows. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so funny. Uh, This is an old one. It's about Kyrie and how he he doesn't want to get vaccinated. From John Boys. This guy's funny. Um, And he said, people can criticize Kyrie Irving all they want. All I'll say is this. After I got the vaccine, I found I was completely unable to play basketball at the NBA level. (laughs) Oh, man. John Boyce. Uh, Oh, this one. Ellie Schnitt. She said, going on dates is very strange because when you think about it, it's like, oh, hey, you're someone I've never met in my life. And I'm either going to be with you forever or never see, speak or think about you again. (laughs) It's too true. It's too true. There's a lot of dating tweets out there these days. Uh, (laughs) This one, Jack Kennedy. He said, everything bagels only really got like four things on them. <laughs> I think it, it is a kind of an overpromise of an everything bagel. It's like, Oh, you get everything. It's like, do you? 
I'm realizing that I'm not drinking very much because it's just me. So there's no breaks. Can't wait for Jay to talk. Um, <laughs> no, this it's like a text conversation. I'll try it. Uh, from Honey Whore. And it's people going back and forth. And it's like a woman says, hi. And the, the guy says, send dudes. And she goes, do you mean send nudes? And he goes, no, I'm in a fight. I need more men. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, oh, I meant to talk about this. Uh, this So Dune came out. And I was going to actually touch on that. Just So I watched it. Uh, and I thought it was great. Um I read the book and I, I realized about halfway through is like, oh, this is this Dune movie is part one. So once I realized that, it's like, oh, I kind of get because like it, it felt like not much happened in the movie. Like there was some really cool stuff. It's very visually like stunning. Like um, the director is Denis Villeneuve. He did Sicario and he did Prisoners and he did Blade Runner 2049 and Arrival. And he's just like unbelievable with like creating a world and so that was awesome it just like the story itself i felt like not much happened uh, but that's i it, he honestly covered like the first third of the book there might be two more movies coming um but i i liked it the problem it's it's like a game of thrones problem for me where it's like now i gotta wait two years probably for the next movie to come out and it's like fuck like it's just i'm gonna like forget so i'm gonna have to watch that movie again but uh, I thought it was good. I thought it was worth a watch. Um, highly recommend, honestly. Um, especially, like, I meant to go watch it in theater. I just didn't really have time and traveling. But if I heard that's the best. And it's very, like I said, visually visually pretty unbelievable. What reminded me about Dune is this tweet from Zero Suit Camus. And she said, yeah, I like Dune. Dune, your mom. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Uh, this is great though. I'm just clearing out tweets. Uh, no, that one's some of these items. Like, what was I thinking? Some of these I do like very late at night and I'm like, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, no, 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 no. I need like background music. Um, <laughs> once upon a time there lived a King who was only 12 inches tall. He was a terrible King, but he made a great ruler. <laughs> That's one of those dad jokes. That's uh, so funny. Yeah, terrible ruler. Uh, let's see. I want to try to get to November here. Um, this one from Baby Bean Burrito. She said, I don't work in IT, but I am the youngest person in my office. So I basically work in IT. <laughs> That's very true. It's uh, You're obviously the one who knows about computers. Uh, no. no, no, no. That one's no good. <laughs> okay uh this one is about ben simmons nba we haven't talked to nba really yet i don't know how the mavericks are doing um for, but nba central they said ben simmons is willing to do whatever it takes to get out of philadelphia and this is the reply and it said has he tried getting in one little fight so his mom got scared <laughs> uh, so that's great um ooh. Here's a, here's a bit of a joke. I wish Jay was here. I'll save it. I'll save it for Jay. Um, now that I... Oh, <laughs> okay. This is another reply. The headline from the Hill is anti-Semitic crime in Germany at highest recorded level. And the reply is, uh, are you sure? 
<laughs> I can think of one time where it was pretty high. Um, <laughs> let's see. Sorry, guys. I'm getting to November. I have so many tweets here. Um, now, see, now I'm finding the bad ones. Uh, Dapperilla, he said, guys, I did the Myers-Briggs test and I'm happy to report that I'm neither. <laughs> Dumb. Uh, it's, you know, it's bad when I, uh, I don't even laugh. All right, we're getting, we're getting there. We're on the 26th. No. Uh, here, this one, Kevin Burke. And he said, I was the fastest kid in my third grade class. And it's fucked up that nobody gives a shit about that anymore. <laughs> oh, man. I used to care a lot about who was faster. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'll save that one. That's about the vaccine, but that's more of a chat one. Uh, no. Ooh, this is a good one. Karen Chi. She said, the Oscars should show a clip of an actor in their movie. And then another clip of what the actor is like in real life. So we can see just how much they acted. <laughs> I think that's genius. It's like you could see like when they're doing an accent and stuff. It's like, why not? Like, or like if it's like Will Smith, he's, you know, this King Richard movie is coming out. I need to see that about where he's the Williams sister's dad. Um, but he's usually just kind of being like Will Smith, whatever he's doing. Um so is it that good of acting? I don't know. I haven't seen the movie, but like, you know, in most of his other movies is like, well, he's just kind of acting like Will Smith there. He's not really like transforming into a role, you know, like maybe like a Christian Bale or Gary Oldman or somebody like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, this one, it's two people talking and Michael Graham sent this and he said, I think I have a crush on Beyonce and his girlfriend says, whatever floats your boat. The guy says, no, that's buoyancy. <laughs> okay. Uh, Charlie Chunk Barty, he said, um, drinking the water from my water bottle so as to lighten the load of my tote bag. I'm still carrying the water, but much more efficiently now. <laughs> You don't really think about it, uh, uh, being in your belly like that. Uh, okay. Uh, last one. This is actually from John. He sent another dad joke and he said, I can't find my gone in 60 seconds DVD. It was here a minute ago. <laughs> oh, so dumb. Uh, anyways, those are the tweets guys. I, ooh, I cleared a lot out. So thank you for listening in. Uh, that was about all I could do to try to make this a little longer. Like I said, I'm talking to myself, but, um, let me know what you thought of those tweets because I obviously have no feedback in the room. Um, and let me know anything, what you think, uh, questions, comments, whatever, let us know. Uh, we're hungover Sundays pod at gmail.com. We're on Twitter and Instagram at hung Sundays pod. And we're on TikTok. I think it's, Hungover Sunday's bottom opening TikTok now, so you'll hear that. But um, let's see, it's we're on TikTok and it is. Well, I guess I don't know. What did I like? Let's see. So Jay puts the shirt on. Hungover Sundays. Oh, it's just so we're on TikTok. Just Hungover Sundays. <laughs> so 
<laughs> so check us out there as well. YouTube, Hungover Sundays Pod. Oh man, we have too many things and they're not all exactly the same. Um, but anyways, yep, like I said, hit us up, check us out. We'll get those cameras going at some point. And uh, we'll see you next week.